0: Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your grand circle tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And now, from the Monsters, Inc. Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies,
1: Wisowski. Hello, Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined today by my awesome co-host slash producer slash Disney extraordinaire. Coming to us from Houston, Texas, right home from the Sunshine State after a long, grueling weekend that uh, kind of beat him up, we have Jeff
2: Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't, that alters the homing signal and that's not good and definitely beat up.
1: <laughs> I can say you definitely did take a beating, but before we find out why you took a beating, let's have a word from our sponsors.
0: Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney Resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today At joffreys.com. Joffreys Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? who has over $360 million in sales of DVC. The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com.
1: So good to have Pat back, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it sure is. He's a pain in my you-know-what, but we all love him. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jeff. So you had quite the adventure this weekend. Uh, well, it continued over the weekend, but the adventure really happened on Valentine's Day. Now we alluded to it in uh, last week's show, so now we're, you're kind of fresh off it. So refresh our refresh our our uh, listeners' memory from last week and tell us what you did over over the week, and then maybe take us through some really, uh, interesting parts of it. You know, I'll interject with questions as I'm sure I'll have a hundred questions as they come around, but I'm going to kind of throw this one over to you and just tell us, tell us an amazing story. Yeah.
2: So, uh, this is the second year that, um, if you're familiar with the amazing race, the, the reality show on CBS, um, it's been going strong for almost 20 years now. I, season 32 is getting ready to come up, suppose. Uh, but uh, anyway, it's uh, there's a group that kind of is using that name and it, with some previous uh, uh, players from that um, from the original Amazing, Amazing Race, and they created something called Amazing Race Orlando and it is on season two basically um it's for charities for give kids the world it's a great charity so uh money was raised lots of money i think we made it to fifty-five thousand dollars, which is pretty amazing um but uh, 10 teams were uh are competing in, in an all-day uh competition across orlando uh, it happened on Valentine's Day, which was kind of ironic, but I don't know if that was planned or not planned, but uh, it worked out really, really cool. But the, uh, the last minute they invited a celebrity <laughs> um, uh, to compete, and literally the last minute, like, well, about two weeks before it, it happened, uh, and the celebrity was uh, Tim Tracker, my friend. And so, because there's a lot of thrill components to it, um, he asked me if I wanted to join in, and I'm I'm a thrill junkie as well, so I'm like, sure, let's let's do it. So I, me and my family flew in, and I, I competed with him all day long on this uh, crazy adventure. Um, and we're both, you know, fairly competitive. And there's, uh, if you're not familiar with Amazing Racers, usually puzzle components and and a little scavenger hunt, uh, feel and a lot of secret coded messages that you got to figure out where you're going. And, um, every step of the way is, is another mystery. It's, it's just basically the, the best competition of a lifetime It's pretty, pretty amazing uh, experience, but, uh, it, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. The, um, I guess to kick it all off, it, it all, uh, they they pair you up. There's ten teams, and they, they do it legit, just like uh, the regular Amazing Race production. So you have ten camera crews, you have ten uh, judges. That so every every team of two has a camera, a camera person, and a judge with them. So um, this year, since it's season two, they're learning as they go because uh, there's a lot of uh, logistics that are hard to organize with uh, groups like this uh, across. Uh, a city like Orlando. Uh, this year, they, they teamed up with Lyft and did a business account. So everywhere we went that we had to travel, we used the Lyft app uh, and through their business account. And uh, that took part of that out of the equation, so you didn't have to worry too much about that. But, um, but anyway... <laughs> The right off the bat, that Dave, I think you were you were already privy to this, but apparently there was over the edge uh, charity uh, all day long for Give Kids the World that day. Yes, because I got um, someone tried
1: to recruit me for this because they knew that I am very active at Give Kids the World, and I had to turn them down because. I have a crippling fear of heights, which I actually have to get myself into therapy for because it used to be a healthy fear, and as I'm getting older, it's getting even worse and worse, and there's absolutely no reason for it, so I know it's one of those things that just, like, everybody has their thing. I love roller coasters, but go fear, I have a fear of heights, so and I love flying, but it's just one of those things that just, those was like... I considered it, I thought about it, I laughed about it, I forgot about it because it was just not for me.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, so it's basically an all-day thing at the Hyatt, is it the Hyatt Regency? Is the I believe hotel? so, yes. Yeah. It's the tallest hotel in Orlando. I think it's 30 stories, something like that. And um, <laughs> so they have it all geared up and set up for uh, multiple um repelling off the high the, the regency at the top of the tower and uh so we we weren't supposed to know that but i think they had to go ahead and tell us early on hey we're gonna be repelling off of this hotel at some point are you okay with that so if we want to compete or not that was a, a kind of like a uh, litmus test to see if you're willing to to be involved with this craziness um but it uh it kicked off uh, inside the ballroom of um uh, of the uh, Hyatt Regency about 6:30 a.m. and they went over the instructions and um like they emphasized it is definitely a production so they taught us all the ins and outs of uh, producing a show like this um the host uh, is um his name is um Scott Flannery, uh, he is a previous uh, contestant on the Amazing Race. He's he's pretty cool. He's he's really hilarious, actually. Um, you can go see season one, uh, the production video that they put together. It's it's I think it's an hour long video of season one that they did. But this one, uh, he he introduced us. T- like I said, he showed us the ropes. Um, there was a Literally. last there was a last minute. Uh, um uh, I guess uh, injury to a, a, some team and uh, they had to bail out so uh, Scott called up a buddy uh amazing race uh, buddy uh, 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 floyd um, um, for his name uh, reason I'm looking up because he uh, He's one of my favorite competitors of all time. Uh, him and his partner, they're called Team Fun. Um, his partner in the re- regular Amazing Race uh, wasn't there, but he, he was getting uh, like a filler material for um, another team. So he's obviously a experienced competitor guy, Floyd Pierce. And uh, he's just a really cool guy. I got to talk to him, and, and I got a nice picture with him. Um, so that was already a dream come true, to be able to meet uh, these two competitors from Amazing Race. Because uh, it, it's me and my wife's favorite favorite show bar none i mean so you see me my
1: my uh cbs drug of choice was big brother yeah to a point where i got a couple of the live uh, live streams yeah after a while and like there was like two summers where i was like i i didn't want to leave the house because i was like stuck on my phone what or Stuck at my computer watching the live streams, I'm like, okay, <laughs> this isn't healthy. I need to break myself, and I like completely quit Big Brother, cold turkey. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, it's definitely if yeah, this definitely really it's one of those things where um, we're watching 24/7. I remember when Big Brother went that route; and it was pretty crazy. Um, but this this is a uh, pretty pretty cool. Um, I guess game, uh, pseudo game, because it's produced. But there's there's some fun, so much fun uh, craziness like the Survivor. Survivor is very similar, but this is this is so wacky because there's so much travel uh, knowledge that has to go in, uh, involved. Like because in real life they're, they're traveling all around the world and they don't know where their next destination is. Yada yada yada. Uh, we don't we didn't know when our, where our next destinations were. So when we'd go to one spot, we'd do the challenges. Um, and then, uh, finish up the challenges and then they tell you to go, you know, some, some of them were coded. Some of them were, will straight up just tell you where you're going next. Um, the coded ones were fun. So at the very beginning, uh, Tim, uh, repelled, uh, down the side. Oh, so yeah, that was the other thing. So we do a puzzle. Uh, he gave us the production, uh, notes and what we're going to be doing and how we're going to do it. Um, the first and second place teams that raised the most money, uh, got a, something called a, uh, a U-turn, um, a, a turn um, immunity. So essentially Tim, uh, got his army <laughs> of followers involved in that. He blew the competition away. I mean, I raised a couple hundred dollars, but he raised $18,000 <laughs> So, uh, because he was, we were the the um, highest uh, raising team. Uh, we got uh, U-turn immunity. So, in the regular game, in if you ever come, they they told us ahead of time there's gonna be one U-turn somewhere. So, U-turn is basically when you come up to a challenge location, um, and there's two detours. Uh, you usually choose between one of those detours to complete before you go to the next. Uh, get your next clue to the next challenge um, and there's a little bit of a guessing game on what you th- you've got to kind of guess using your best judgment on which out of the two detours is the easiest one to complete for you your, your particular team um, if you get U-turned you have to do both of them both the detours so uh, that's a big one uh, I already told Tim Tim wasn't familiar with the show but I told him he's going to have a target on his back because he is that the only celebrity in the entire, uh, entire show. Well, I mean, obviously Floyd is a celebrity, uh, from Amazing Race. So he's another target that that was added afterwards though, before we got the immunity. But yeah, Floyd has, has a target on his back as well, unfortunately. But, uh, but Tim, I tell him, yeah, if we don't, if we don't get it, somebody's going to hit us with the U-turn. Uh, but Here's the thing about the game: if you're if you're at first or you're at the head of the pack, you can't get U-turn because only you're only going to U-turn somebody behind you. So either be first or have this immunity, which is kind of cool. So, <laughs> but I'll tell you more about the immunity later. But basically, uh, they presented us with immunities, uh, us in the second place team. Um, they uh, gave us a a little bit of a. Um, um, to make, uh, what's, what's the game show, um, um, make the deal, um... Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Yeah. They went, let's make a deal on us and said, you know, pick one of these. You want to trade it in for one door number one or door number two kind of thing. Box number one, box number two. And we kept it. Um, one of them was a dummy gift. Uh, it was a framed photo of one of the producers. Um, and then, um, the other one wasn't a demo gift; it was a legit, uh, pretty good gift. It was a uh, Microsoft uh, Pro laptop, um, so that would have been a cool thing. But uh, us and team member two got the immunities, and we both uh, kept our immunities. Uh, so the neat thing about not us not getting. The uh, gift was they re-rolled it back into the uh, whoever's going to come in second in the competition was going to get the laptop, so that was kind of cool. So anyway, fast forward, uh, very off the bat, we get to uh, we're we're running and gunning, and they said go, and there was a puzzle uh, in in that ballroom, so we all had to do a puzzle, and um, (laughs) lo and behold, uh, me and Tim like blew through this thing. It was pretty cool puzzle. Uh, it was is kind of a, a wooden piece that uh, had a million pieces to it, a wooden kit, I'm sorry, had a little uh, million pieces to it, and uh, you shove them all together and then you rotate it, and they wanted to know uh, the day of the week of a future date. So we had to find the day of the week. Um, uh, spoiler alert, it was on a leap year, so you had to think, kind of be creative and think, okay, wait a minute, it's a leap year, so it's going to have to be... Uh, a different day. Anyway, we were first out of the out of the gate, so it's pretty exciting. Um, but here was one of the little uh, memories that we we made that was kind of humorous. But so they told us, "Hey, look, it's you know this is a produced product, so don't we don't want you busting out and running across hotel. The hotel asked us not to you know have this crazy uh, catastrophic or chaotic." Um, um, event happening and everybody they want everybody safe and everything so just run to the exit of the ballroom and just stop you know and then read your clue or whatever um by the way a little another insider tip they taught us uh, if you ever watched amazing grace um they have to and this is we had to follow the exact same rules they have to uh open up the envelope uh and then read the clue or uh, whatever you're getting ready to do to the camera and they said due to uh, they want you to stand exactly the same way for everyone for continuity uh, in the entire uh, show when they produce it. So they said the cameraman has the power to stop you <laughs> and make you repeat it if he didn't understand you or if you were standing in the wrong order, you know, um, me and Tim standing in the exact same position. So it, that kind of threw us for a loop all the time, too. We're like, stop. We've got to rotate. And all right, I'm standing here. You're standing. All right, good. Go, but but when you get the clue, it's called rip it and uh, rip it rip and read is what it's called. So you have to rip it open and then read it out loud in front of the camera. Anyway, so we were all excited. We went busting out of the ballroom, and we thought we could just chill out and rip and read the clue. At that point, um, it turns out we were so far behind. Uh, whoever is in charge of the um, full blown. Uh, over the edge event that was going to go on uh, all day long that day um she was definitely a little stressed uh i don't know her name but uh she's basically she told us to basically hurry (laughs) she's like no do it read it and go we gotta go 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 and so you know they have a schedule they're trying to keep we were all backing everything up because we were practicing and going over all the rules and so we almost we pretty much ran across the, (laughs) the hotel anyway it was kind of funny but we, were rip- we read the... I had to read the uh, first clue going backwards up the escalator, which was so bizarre. Um, I had to rip and read it. But anyway, um, it turns out we-, we had thought going into this game that we were both going to have to repel down the-, the the building, and it turns out they just they one of the teammates uh, had to repel. So I defaulted to Tim because Tim invited me on this, this quest, so... Um, he actually wanted to do it really bad, so I'm like, hey man, that's cool, so... Uh, he got to do it, and um, he's, he he put it in his blog, by the way. Um, you can watch the Tim Trekker blog. He, uh, he, that's a big feature. I It, was, it worked out great because w- what I did was I went down to what they call the landing zone at the bottom, and I was able to vlog um, his entire uh, rappelling uh, trip down. So that, it worked out really good in the end. Nice. Yeah. And all the footage... Uh, uh, was their GoPro, so I, I haven't even asked him, but he got their, I guess their GoPro footage back pretty quick, so he could put it in his blog, but, um, but the, uh, the other one was, um, and then right after that, you, you get your clue, it's, it's encoded, uh, it was kind of neat, and it shoots you to a YouTube video, um, and then you gotta figure out, based on the code, uh, what they're trying to say, um. They mentioned something about a crazy mad scientist uh, trying to figure out how to develop a tornado, and something went wrong. And and uh, anyway, uh, Tim, because he's a local and he's also a tourist, he's a, a tourist uh, vlogger. Uh, he knew it was pretty much WonderWorks, so he said, do "You trust me?" I go, "Yeah, I trust you." It's you know, it's um, let's do it. And so. Uh, there's no running, so we had to just walk rapidly as fast as we could. He had to gear down, and then we grabbed all of our stuff and then went down the elevator and got uh, started booking it uh, down the sidewalk. Uh, it was, I think it's about a mile away, but basically we just had to start walking down the sidewalk. And um, <laughs> we were we were walking so far ahead of everybody at that point. I mean, we, we didn't even slow down. So we go into Wonderworks. And they weren't even ready, ready for us. Like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. And then I'm and like, that's
1: all five four, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. And so that's one of those places that's on my list of uh, places to visit. Oh, definitely, it was definitely cool for sure. Yeah, I'd never had been in. Any... So that's another good point, Dave. I haven't been to any of these things. So all day long, we were going to all these popular, um, you know, tourist destinations outside of the theme parks. And I'm up...
1: trying to do with my with my local friends now. We're trying to do non theme park orlando things just to say we did them yeah So like we've been doing we've been hitting a lot of the uh roadside mini golfs lately and
2: then we're gonna like do go-karts and that wonderworks is on the list so i love it oh it's all it's it's cool man i we we passed a bunch of it definitely going down 192 um (laughs) uh but they um the next thing so we we busted in wonderworks she finally let us get the clue and we read it and uh, there was some component where you had to find the three flags. It, it's a big place. It's uh, three stories tall. Uh, you had to find these three flags and do these three little um, um, challenges. Uh, the first one, I, I, we flew through the first floor. I knew, by the way, they hadn't been open. The place hadn't opened yet, so we had the whole, me and Tim have the whole place to ourselves. We flew through the first floor. Nobody, you know, I didn't see anything. Busted upstairs to the second floor. I didn't see anything, and then finally, I think uh, it was the third floor. I finally found no. Was... I think the second floor. I found the, the the flag. But anyway, I found the flag, and it was a sand pit with a bridge. Pro... It's like obviously some an interactive exhibit of some kind, but it has a sand pit with a projection on top of it. And our task was to find a key that looked exact. A very specific key, and. <laughs> later on our judge who he had played a previous season by the way the very first season so he was kind of perturbed at uh, how fast we did this anyway i just literally scooped in and grabbed this key and it was the is fir- the right key the very first try <laughs> so in like 3 seconds boom got a key um just just for fun tim like scraped through and found another key and it was the first one he found was um not correct so anyway we just you know obviously being first helps because there's obviously just 10 keys out there but, uh, but it was just struck, you know, one of those lucky things, hurry up and got, got the key in the, in the sand pit. Um, so we have this key. Then the next thing you're supposed to do is, uh, we went to a room where it was, um, um, no, no. The second one was go up to, um, uh, the third floor and it was, uh, there's a ropes course up there and so the ropes course um i i've never done a ropes course but there's safety feature safety harness they harness you up there's um you're you're kind of tied to a uh, a metal um uh, device that's hung in a uh, slot above you so if you fall you're not gonna you know fall very far but you're not gonna you're definitely not gonna die but you know it's it's just trying to trap keep you uh, from i guess injuring yourself Anyway, there's all these crazy pathways, and as you go through each step, stage, it's, it says easy, easy, hard, and we just kind of, obviously, we just use logic and thought. Okay, these guys are gonna make make us go the hard path, and sure enough, that that worked out. That was that makes sense. So you go the hard path through this ropes course, and you get have to go get your credentials. Um, these like secret spy credentials. Anyway, we go find these spy credentials. And still no sign of any other, any other team, it was hilarious. We just got, was flying through this thing. And we got our credentials and <laughs> um, literally, uh, I w- was rushing through this so hard, but I was uh, focusing on not hurting myself. And I uh, had about 10 feet left and it was this two by four uh, bridge uh, steps. Uh, about, there's gaps every, between each two by four. And I think the last 10 feet, it had actually flooring below it. So I knew, okay, well, there's flooring below it. So I kind of got a little complacent. So I rushed the last 10 feet and I missed. And oh. yeah, and all, the, all my weight uh, fell down on my shin, just scraped the snot out of my shin. And I think I, well, now that I, I went to the doctor today, basically, because it's gotten really bad, um, swollen and, and nasty-looking. It's infected. You get a tetanus shot? No, but they put me on tons of really powerful antibiotics and uh, some ointment, antibiotic ointment. But uh, we, there's and I got an x ray, So we're gonna go see. We're gonna see if make sure it's not broken or at least a stress fracture of some kind. But uh, I, I don't think it's broken. But at least they're they're going through that process. But it was just crazy, man. I was like, so. I, I fall through. Basically, the harness is set up where um, it probably lets you drop maybe 18 inches. But 18 inches, I'm 210 pounds. I mean, it's still that's a pretty powerful drop to fall right on a, a two x four and you know a solid two x four and scrape my leg pretty good. So I was bleeding pretty what pretty bad, but I was trying to shake it off because I didn't want any interruption. And I was just kind of I didn't want. I, I guess I didn't want them to make a big deal about it, because we were so far ahead, I didn't want to have to wait for a medic, because there's no medic on, on site. They, they did have a medic, but I would have had to have called the medic, I think, and then wait on it. But anyway, um, I, I was okay to walk on it. I was fine. The adrenaline was definitely rushing to set <laughs> factored in. But uh, we got out of it. We were done. Oh, no. All right, so that's our two credentials. And then you run down, and uh, one of the producers, Rob, um, uh, he dresses up in this baby costume, and, and it's, uh, his his uh, character is called Baby Rob. <laughs> and so he uh, he's chained up. Baby Rob's chained up in this laser tag room. And it's really dark. I mean, I don't I don't know. It's it's set up for laser tag, but it's really dark. And we go in there. With our key, and he's throwing a temper tantrum. No, it's wrong key. It's the wrong key. And he's like, No. And then you have to go find these little boxes in the laser tag room, and unlo- you have two minutes and you have to unlock the box to find the real key to unlock the chains of the baby, of the little big baby. <laughs> he's crying the whole time and acting up as it was hilarious. But the fact that we were so far ahead of everybody. Our timer kept going off, uh, the two-minute timer, and we just were able to just start back up because uh, normally it would be you would let the next team go and you'd have to get in the back of the line because we were, we literally had to do it four times and our fourth box uh, had the key in it. So, yeah, this I can see how this could drag on for a while. Um, but we were done. Boom, 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 boom. We knocked it all out. We got to the glass door. Our judge goes, hold up. Well, there's a delay. We gotta, I gotta, you know, they're talking to me on the phone. And uh, I guess this was kind of like, I don't know, the real game has delays like this. I'm not gonna make a big deal about it. But (laughs) basically, it was, uh, they were holding us up because the next location wasn't ready yet. (laughs) So uh, they held us up there and that was fine. But it was about a 30 minute wait uh, until the next team showed up behind this so we would have basically there's like a 30 minute lead we just lost right there but it was, you know, it was something we just had to like get over get over it but um, but once the teams uh, but eventually they, they let us all go and um, I think most of the teams were already caught up by then and we all busted it out of there and the, the next thing was to go to uh, the I guess it's now called the the icon um, that's where the big um, that that whole area. Have you been there with the the? Yeah, yeah I'm sure you've been to the wheel. Icon Park. Yes. Yeah, Icon Park. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we talked about it in the uh, hacks.
2: Yeah, that's right. So Icon Park—that's what it's called now. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's the wheel at the Icon Park is where we were headed. So, it's not called the Orlando Eye anymore. No. Interesting. Yeah, that that was another joke. It was like the third the third name or whatever. <laughs> So, I wonder how many people still call it the Orlando Eye, like me, but, um, but we had to, uh, to get there, we had to, um, we had to walk, and it started pouring down, so a little bit of a weather component there, so we walked there in the rain, and, um, we got there, and they weren't ready for us, it hadn't opened yet, and we were all queuing up, um, So it had a little bit of a race component there because as we're waiting for this thing to open, everybody showed up. And then when, I don't know what happened, but basically just uh, any kind of fairness went out the window. Everybody was like pushing to get to the box at that point. It was kind of weird. Me and Tim were clearly in in the first place, but (laughs) whatever. Um, But we all got our little clues. We read them. um, And the very next thing was a puzzle. And so we you go in this other room, and there's everybody's puzzles are set up. Um, that one was a tough one. A lot of people uh, struggle with this one. But basically, it uh, once you get the puzzle, you tell the person, that, and they come and look at it and they judge it. Uh, I think at that point, we were f- something like fifth. Um, and then you've got to go on one of the buckets of the the wheel. Uh, that's the first time. So there's another. Uh, tourist place that i've never been was this wheel so it was cool i got to experience the wheel man it was it's like these are we're, we're just counting them all off all these really cool places that i've, I've been dying to try so uh, the wheel man is, is really neat it goes really high up there though um, 22 minutes to get around okay so here you go and it, it just took forever um we were supposed to look what east i think it was the clue and so Um, They gave us these little toy binoculars, which is kind of comical, and now I know it's kind of an inside joke, but we were looking east, and Tim knows that whole area by heart, and he was like, well, it could be um, you know, the the golfing range place, Um, it could be the go-kart place. Um, Anyway, I was thinking to myself, I don't think it's going to be something, because we had to come up with the exact title of the next location where we're headed. Um, because if you're not quite as connected as Tim, you're not going to know all the the exact titles of all, um, of all these places. Um, and sure enough, as we got over the peak, you could see it and it's straight down. It was literally straight down in there, in the, um, the grass at the actual Icon Park. Um, and this title said, um, um, tupperware world headquarters and so you didn't need the binoculars was the joke (laughs) there was just it was kind of obvious once you realize it's like a little toy binoculars but anyway uh so that was our next location but you had to wait 22 minutes like you said really slow moving uh uh wheel and and our camera person was oh man we felt so bad because he was getting kind of (laughs) queasy being a so I apparently I do, did, make,
1: I do too up, up there.
2: Okay, so apparently you he, heights. I have to stand in the middle of the of the capsule. That's uh, that's what there. happened to him, and he he kind of he kind of got to him. So uh, anyway, we we finished that. We busted out of there, um, and then you got to catch an Uber or sorry a Lyft because we were using Lyft all day. You had to get a Lyft to this um, this uh, Tupperware World headquarters, which is based in Orlando. Uh, who knew? I had no idea. Right. So it was quite a ways away. So it was a good probably 30-minute car ride. Um, we got there. Um, I think we were team number four or five at that point. But uh, this is where that U-turn came in handy because this was the U-turn spot. So two of the teams got U-turned. So they had to do both. There's two detour uh, challenges there, so they, they ended up having to do both of them. Um, and we read the two detours really fast and kind of used a little logic. And there one, there's one that had flags. Uh, we could see the flags, and so it, in our estimation, we just okay, the flags are all lined up. There's 60 flags. We'll just do them right here. Well, there's some kind of decoding you had to do with the flags and decode a message. Um, it's flags of the, of the world. Um, The other one it even said uh, you had to go around to all the statues over the 90-acre facility. (laughs) Like, what? You you do not want to have to try to do the 90-acre facility one. Anyway, we busted through that flag thing um, in minutes because it's just kind of like any word puzzle. Once you fill in enough of the letters, you can kind of guess the words. And so that's kind of how the tact we did. Uh, so we guessed the 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 actual message really fast. We took them took it to the the people, the judge, and they gave us our little token. We went over to this lady that was uh, was really cool. She's dressed up. They, this is kind of an amazing race thing too. I loved how they they really set this up well. But there was a lady uh, dressed up as a 1950s lady, and she was an actress trying to represent um, apparently the lady that invented. Uh, the Tupperware party. Uh, okay. Bra- her name's Brownie Wise. And uh, so that's cool. Brownie Wise gave us our next clue. Um, and the next clue was basically you're going straight to lunch. So we were already, at this point, we're already headed to lunch. Um, so our time was clocked in. Um, and we got on the lift and we got to, went to lunch. It was a really cool, they, they provided a really cool buffet, um, Golden Corral. Um, so it's it an awesome time to, for us all to chill out, and and we're off the clock, and we can all you know, kind of chill out and hang out together. But here's the thing: we were um, about 45 minutes ahead of the second team <laughs> at lunch, mm-hmm. but they reset us again uh, after lunch, so that now we're kind of like a total of about you know hour and 50 or hour and 15 minutes <laughs> that we we kind of got reset on, but. Um, that that's, so it's they called it an airport stop so they tried to simulate a real game when there's lots of t- moments when people get bunched up back together and that kind of keeps the game fresh and exciting I guess so um, it so it is part of the reality of the, of the game so I can't can't complain too much but uh, so we all uh, took off the very next clue was to go to this um, this new fairly new rebranded well it's not new but it's rebranded uh um resort it's an all suite resort called Malia um it's right off property um and it's by Animal Kingdom? no it's right off property by Disney Springs um it's called Malia and um they Yeah, Melia. Yeah, and um, it's called Malia Orlando Suite Hotel uh, Celebration. Yeah, so it's a celebration. But, um, it's a cool resort. Um, they uh, obviously they partnered with Give Kids a World and and this amazing race for Orlando to to donate their space for for doing this. Um, but <laughs> this is where it kind of got tough because. Uh, One of my worst fears came true from the amazing, real amazing race where this was an actual challenge from a couple of amazing races. They've used this one a few times. You go in and you have a set up hotel room and you have to memorize every every detail in this hotel room and then run to your room and set up your room exactly like that hotel room was by memory only. Uh, You can't write anything down. You can't take pictures. So it's just is straight up just your memory so it's both of you but here's the catch at least for us for most of the teams I, another little side jab here at complaining but for most teams your hotel room is about a hundred yards away so it's not not really close by so <laughs> it was a hot day too so we're we're walking as fast as we can back and forth i think we did about i don't know five five to seven trips back and forth uh, to, our, to that the mock-up hotel room to try to match it um, are you
1: still in pain from that
2: yes yeah <laughs> so it, yeah good point the whole time I'm like feeling feeling the pain um, but we the judge was uh, he has his little cheat sheet and there was just always one little thing that we missed and uh, finally after an hour, a whole hour we thought you know at that point, you don't know where everybody is, so you don't know where you're at, and that's that's another component of amazing race. You just never can give up Because um, you just don't know where anybody is, but even though you kind of feel like it's all futile, but um after an hour, we finally got it. it was just, it literally was the shower head, the shower head was tripping a bunch of people up, it had to be at a certain angle um and <laughs> And that stinking thing, man. And so we finally got the shower head right. And um, an hour went by. And we came out. And I think we figured out we were in seventh place, something like that. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. We were in fifth place, I think. And uh, the the stinking um, lift was flaking out on everybody all day long. And I think it's because it was a real busy day in Orlando. There's so much going on. As a very uh, peak time for the theme parks, uh, Daytona Fire Weekend. But on top of everything else, it was uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day. So lift was a nightmare that whole game, the entire day, all the, trying to get lifts. We were getting lifts dropped. Apparently, the lift driver can drop you like, if they decide not; it's too far for them or whatever. Um, uh, so we we were having bad luck with lift, and it was really a crapshoot whether you're going to get it. Uh, have any luck with it or not? Two teams passed us just based on getting better lift uh, success uh, for getting right share. So anyway, that that you couldn't do much about that. So we finally got a lift to show up and get and pick us up and uh, take us to our next destination. Um, but that was pretty frustrating. So I think we guess we were like seventh place at that point, something like did, that. Did they
1: have people like on the Amazing Race? You are number six. You are number
2: five. Oh no! You have you have no idea. You have no idea what place you are at all. At, at any at any moment, the only way you can kind of get a guess of how, where you are when you get to the clue box, you see count how many clues are in there. Gotcha. Yeah, and so that was that's the only way to know that where we were at. So the very next um, the very next uh, location was medieval times. So we showed up at medieval times and. I, pretty sure we were like seventh medieval times is another one of those touristy things that just would love to go. i've never done have you done medieval times
1: dave i've done it in new jersey i've never done
2: it over here it's it's
1: on the list and it's right down this road from give kids the world actually
2: yeah and so we were (laughs) we were pretty excited um so this was a big one because I think there were ten little mini challenges throughout uh, medieval times. So we were there for quite a while. I mean, we were dripping wet by the time we were done with this place. But all these little bitty challenges, all, all every step of the way. Um, I, I think we got we got most of them on on Tim's vlog. But uh, but uh, th- it was pretty fun. Uh, the climax is at at the tenth one. Is the king? Um, I guess. Christened you a, a title or whatever you want to call it, and um, I picked Duke. Anyway, uh, it was funny. Uh, uh, Tim, I think, picked uh, Knight, Knight of uh, Dragon Slayer, Knight or something. I don't know. It, it was it was fun. It was a blast. But it's before anybody shows up, so nobody's there yet. So we have the whole place to ourselves. Um, insider tip: that apparently it was supposed to be later on, but. The medieval, uh, the times asked them if they could go earlier because it was Valentine's night, and so they were trying to get set up for obviously going to be a busy night for them. Uh, so we came a little earlier, and we had to swap out uh, our the producers of the show had to swap out a couple of things. So we kind of zig- we kind of went back and forth a little bit on the the traveling logistics, but uh, it in one night 2 uh, is just is just slammed it at this point point. getting anywhere was just oh don't hard. get me started oh yeah it was so bad I take it home every day from work oh gosh yeah it was rough but uh what here's where we had a little lift magic uh basically we we came up with the idea of using two people uh using your lift app at the same time i don't know how if any other teams picked up on that um this this is where it was golden because we were able to both kind of uh play the game, play the lift game and see who can get one a little faster. So we were dropping lifts, uh, trying to get one closer, you know, a little bit of a gamification of the app, so to speak. Uh we <laughs> we were told there were some teams there were three teams uh standing on the curb. Um our judge went and asked one of them, and they said they'd been there for 30 minutes. <laughs> we walk up, and I think we had a lift in five minutes. So we, we literally passed three teams right just now, uh, with <laughs> just playing gamification of the, the app. Um, so I, I'm sure there were some pretty ticked-off uh, people there, but uh, but we had just had it happen to us. So we, we had two teams pass us earlier, So just based on lift uh, luck. So we busted up. Uh, the very next one was uh, Fun Spot. Uh, on, in, it, apparently, there's two Fun Spots. Dave told me about this too. Um, this one on one. I Drive
1: and one in Kissimmee.
2: Yeah, and so this one was the one in Kissimmee, and right down the road from me. Yeah, another. Once again, another place I would love to go check out. I just haven't ever got around to it. Um, but they, uh, it's it's a full on little theme park i mean Uh yeah they have
1: a nice little uh they have a nice little uh go-kart track they also have the only wooden roller coaster in orlando nice or central florida or something like that i think I wrote it a couple weeks ago, just to say I did it, and it is so rickety. My (laughs) neck was—it has this corkscrew in it, and that this should not be a corkscrew on a wooden roller coaster, and (laughs) it. it,
2: My neck was just hurting for a while after that one. Oh my gosh! Well, this this challenge—we saw even we saw people doing it as we were driving up, so we knew what was up. Basically. The, the very next challenge was do the uh, something called the sky coaster uh, at, at oh yes yeah
1: I walk out my apartment and I can see it about maybe uh, seven miles down from me <laughs> <laughs> it's that tall that you could just see I could see people I could see people on it if I if I really kind of crane my neck you can see it but it's so it's
2: ridiculous in. it's it's 400 feet tall um, basically they uh, they you, they uh, gear you up, and then they throw you in a sling. Uh, you can either go single or tandem. Uh, for this challenge, we had to do tandem, so me and Tim had to lock arms. But you lay down in these, this basically the sling, and they pull you up uh, via this giant wire, you know, like a a crane, and they pull you up the very top. And um, then they announce uh, over the intercom, um, three, two, one, and and you physically pull the, the lever or pull the little uh, uh, unlocking uh, mechanism to unlock yourself and then you swing down over about, probably about 10 feet over the water at uh, the lowest point. Um, you just whiz right by and then you, you come back and you just swing for about 10 times back and forth. Um, but at the
1: records show I'd rather goggle draino. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I, I've been trying to do this thing for 20 years and nobody, nobody, I don't want to do it by myself and nobody has the guts to do it with me. And uh, Tim's done it numerous times. He's done it on previous vlogs also. So you can kind of look on his vlogs. But he got on this one too. He got one of the, he got the judge to uh, uh, film it on his camera. But basically, it was a thrill, man. He even warned me. goes, no, we're going to get way up there, and you're going to kind of be blown away in how high we are. So hopefully you're okay with that. And I didn't have my glasses on, so I'm like, well, you know what? Everything's all fuzzy, so this is perfect. I, it's actually really good. I couldn't see all the little tiny details. But uh, but when we were finished, um, the ladies running that this segment was kind of... Uh, thought it was hilarious because they said we were so chill on this uh we were the chillest uh team on this ride so far because <laughs> i mean i've ridden all kinds of wacky roller coasters with tim and i mean we've done some nutty stuff and and uh it was very the ladies running
1: the attraction or the actual it was the, the amazing, amazing race oh, okay
2: people yeah okay yeah so they i guess all the other teams were screaming and yelling and whatever and uh but no, we had a good time. It was, it was pretty amazing to be able to pull, to do that. It was another one of those bucket list things I got to be able to scratch off. It was really cool. Um, so we hopped out of that, uh, grabbed our next lift. Um, and our next lift was to actually our final destination, which uh, the organizers of the show asked us to not reveal. And so I'll, I'll I guess, honor that. But, uh, the very next, uh, the last place had, uh, two challenges, uh, that we had to do to finish up. But, uh, but it was, it was definitely, uh, fun, <laughs> exhilarating, uh, competition. Oh man. So much fun. It was a thrill for me. Just, just the fact that Amazing Race is, is my favorite show and to be able to actually experience kind of like a little sampling of that. It was just so cool. So... Yeah, I was so honored to be able to be part of it, and and like I said, we raised fifty five thousand dollars for Give Kids the World. And Dave, didn't you say you uh, how much uh, money that or how many people families that could sponsor something? Um, I think
1: it's eight thousand dollars per uh, fa- for every family to go. It's eight thousand dollars. It was five thousand, I think. It's recently, I guess, with inflation.
2: Yeah, I think they're at eight thousand
1: for per family.
2: Cool. Well, that and. Yeah, what does that entail whenever they uh, sponsor a family um, they
1: get a week a, a week vacation so that it's lodged well lodging there uh, all their all their food is paid for on site um the the plane fare um if they if they have a rental car the rental car is covered otherwise they have mere shuttles that will take them around every ticket to any theme park that you can picture in uh in uh, central Florida, they will give you, or if you wanted to do something like uh fun spot, you know, they would give you, they would give you complimentary passes. If you wanted to go to medieval times, whatever you want, it's free pretty much. So it can get expensive.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that, I, that price seems, uh, seems about right because, uh, um, there's so much involved with the uh, coordinating. And I will all that. tell
1: you something else about Give Kids the World. They made like Fortune 500's uh, top 100 best ran charities or something like that. I think they were like number eight or something. Because for every dollar, I think something like um, 92 cents goes to the mission and the other eight cents goes for administration course. Wow. And also, your money is actually going to the mission when you when you give money to them. So that's uh, something that uh, really and that's well documented within their books and everything. And it's um, it's definitely it's definitely something that they can back up.
2: Nice. Yeah. Well, that, it turned out to be a, a hoot, man. It was it was a blast. I had a good time. Um, so. If, if anybody wants to try out for this, uh, next year when it comes up, uh, I highly recommend, uh,
1: so when is the video going to be out of the whole, uh, race show?
2: Yeah. So that was, that was a tough one. Uh, it makes sense if I, if you think about it, but they said not till August. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's going to be quite a while. uh delay wait, but, uh, I, it's 10 camera crews. Um, plus I think, uh, some extra cameramen, uh, uh, also But I got a feeling So th- they used a, There's a local um, um, Art school called uh, Full Sail uh, That they used all the camera uh, Students or all the students uh, From there I think to, to Earn a little extra money on the side And get some experience With like producing um, These are all Genius you know, camera people. I mean, these are people, all all kinds of ranges of of talent and, and you know, and dreams. Uh, Some of them wanted to be, you know, make their own movies to, you know, running, helping produce the TV shows or whatever, but they all knew what they were doing. They're all really talented uh, young people. But uh, I got a strong feeling, hunch about this, is it's going to be probably produced through the... Uh, full sale, um, so I'm sure it'll be some kind of a project at the school, and that's why it's probably not going to be out till August. That's just my gotcha. gut, that's my bad okay. feeling. Yeah, um, well, and I can't wait
1: to find out what no your doubt. last location is. Oh my
2: gosh, yeah! And then the drama that ensues—there was a tons of drama that I'm sure they got on camera. <laughs> oh what was gosh. your
1: overall placing? Are you allowed to reveal that?
2: No, that was the other part of it. Uh, okay. Yeah, they. But, uh, um, but the, the bottom line was that we were definitely well taken care of, and and uh, <laughs> it was so much uh, the the rivalries that we and friendships we struck up with some of these teams was it worked out to be really fun. Nice. Uh, yeah. So a lot of cool people um, doing some cool uh, cool fun stuff. So. And we're all competitors, so it was it it, it wouldn't be fun unless airbay was really good, you know, competitors. So <laughs> we all it all kicked in the competition juices, man. They were running, <laughs> nice. But uh, that was it in a nutshell, man. It was uh, good times.
1: I'd like to think if this was Big Brother and it was the Mickey Dudes in there, we'd all evict Chuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Or if it was the the new one on netflix called the circle maybe uh chuck could be the uh, catfish and <laughs> yeah i have
1: no i have no strength in my life for another reality show at this point <laughs>
2: oh my gosh it's chaos anyway
1: awesome well tell the listeners where they can find you
2: Oh, cool! Yeah, uh, at braindead92 on Twitter and Braindew, B-R-A-I-N-D-E-W on Instagram.
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at figments reality. And Jeff, we let you take the uh, take us out. So um, tell us where can they find the Mickey Dudes?
2: Yeah, they find us on uh, Twitter on as at the Mickey Dudes um, on Facebook and Instagram. The Mickey Dudes podcast. Um, and, uh, that's it. All right. Now well, I would normally tell
1: you about to have a magical day, but in uh, the spirit of your uh, race, may your day be amazing.